All right. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And this show is for anyone that has a super strong passion for making other people healthier in this world. And doing so manifests its way, ways in a variety of different ways, either through health tech software, applying direct care through devices, different therapies. We've had a full spectrum, but I'm really excited to have Scott Thielman on the show today. So Scott is the Chief Technology Officer at Product Creation Studio. I'm not going to steal a thunder, but he's going to talk about his background and what he's been focused on, and most importantly, what has his captivation and passion these days in health. Uh, Scott, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Anthony. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for peeling off time to do this and spend time with me and to share with our listeners uh, where you've been, what you're focused on and where you see health going. And I guess along those lines to start us off with, I'd love for you to teleport us back and tell me a little bit about the series of events that have gone on through your life that have led you to become the person you are. So small question to start off with, but yeah, if you can give me a sense of your, your origin story and share that with uh, myself and our listeners here. Yeah. Happy to do it. And sometimes it feels like my origin story, my company's at 20 years old now, feels like it starts with product creation studio, but, but really uh, at my core, I'm I'm a builder and an inventor and a you know technologist first. I, I love seeing how technologies can be can be crafted in the world to to have an impact. And it really that it was kind of that tension between the ability to leverage technologies and actually make them uh, useful that that kind of describes my my arc of. of of development on, on perspectives in terms of product development and you know even going back into into high school in, in the 80s I was part of a team that we got to make some superconducting little discs out of out of some specialized materials that were just real kind of an edgy thing at the time and I immediately wanted to see what we do what more could we do with these things there's a little demonstration where the magnet would hover above the uh the uh, uh, material when it was super, you know, super cold and liquid nitrogen. I thought that's really cool, but what can I do with that? I want to make a motor. I want to make a hovercraft or something. And I spent some long nights trying to wrestle that material and the, the constraints of the cryogenic stuff into a form that I could demonstrate something for a science project that was actually moving or or or, or doing something useful. And and uh, you know, long story short, it was a uh, uh, you know, kind of had to just say, "Hey, it was. We can do a variety of things with this material, but it's really hard to make it uh, uh, turn into a, a functional motor." And but, but it was that type of drive that drove me to into the engineering field and and exploring things like kinetic batteries and 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 the, how we would manufacture the related carbon fiber flywheels, and that became my my PhD thesis in mechanical engineering and. And, and, and still, that while those things were, were pretty amazing, it was really a lesson in, in what are the, my own limits to conceive and, and create and, uh, you know, actual systems that, that would solve fundamental problems. And uh, where, that, where things started to change for me in terms of, in terms of I think, really having an impact is, is when we started Product Creation Studio, it was really became a marriage. It wasn't just 
Scott show anymore. It was a marriage between uh, my business partner and I, where his background was more in the industrial design space and product product design, design thinking. Uh, really, he came out of Stanford in the early days of the D school, and he brought that that thinking to to the team where you got to start with with the user and, and the user needs and empathy for the user, and that that thinking, that learning about about uh, that design thinking drive the process drove us towards wanting to, to help in in the healthcare area because where else can you have such an immediate impact than with say medical devices or drug delivery or or, or, or therapies or diagnostics and i recall a project where early on we were working with amgen as they were bringing their uh, first commercial launch of enbrel to market and it the delivery of that drug at the time required in a dry form, and there was all these steps that the user was going to have to perform: removing caps, inserting syringes, and uh, you know positioning themselves to inject themselves with this. So they came to to our team to uh, develop some ways to make that whole process easier. And I remember suffering through some we had some great ideas for portions of that of the workflow that didn't work on other on holistically across all portions and how frustrating it was like darn i, I really love this technology we came up with to remove the cap but it doesn't do this it doesn't house the cap or it doesn't do, do the other cap that we need to remove and 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 it was a great lesson in terms of putting aside solution-based thinking and look at solutions that actually meet the entire scope of needs for that user base. And I think we could just continue to build as you now a CTO, we continue to build a team that has that has that empathy and cross-discipline uh, uh, perspectives. And, and we try to keep focused on, on you know, what are those fundamental uh, user needs. And, and, and no place better to do that when you're working on improving somebody's health. Right. Right. No, no, no. Um, yeah, no, super, super profound, you know, work that you've, you've done, you know, from, from your education and your, your training background and, and bringing that to what you're doing today has been, you know, super powerful. And I guess along those lines, yeah, I'd, I'd love to, you know, hear a little bit more about what, what has you excited these days in the field of health. Um, you know, I know you're touching upon, and have touched upon a lot of different like modern therapy uh, methods, a lot of different, you know, scanning methods and, you know, the paradigm in health, as you and I know, is changing the way that we diagnose, treat, look for things. So I'd love to hear just a, a little bit more though about what, what you're passionate about and maybe you could describe maybe some of the technologies or companies, but uh, yeah, just love to hear more. Yeah, and, and there are so many things that, that capture my eye, you know, immunotherapies and genetic engineering that are going to change change the world. But being a, a device guy at heart, a mechanical engineer in my background, I, I tend to love to, when it comes to the passion, what are the devices? What, what are those structures and hardware that, that are going to have an impact? And, and what's really interesting to me in some of the work that, we're seeing client work we're seeing is is what I would call like non-pharmaceutical therapies, the use of of devices to have an impact. Uh, and and we're seeing that in uh, you know, we may be used to that 
if I suggest something like like a pacemaker or a cardiac monitor, a lot of people say, oh, "Yeah, we've had a had had an implant uh, that that does this." I mean, that's a complex neurostimulation product, but we're starting to see neurostimulation uh, in other other ways in being used in in pain relief for folks suffering from chronic pain management. Uh, and, and you'll see that from folks like you know the big boys like Medtronic and uh, there's a, a smaller regional, uh, small actually they're a pretty large company Biotronic is in this space to uh, relieve chronic pain through through stimulation like direct in into the into the, the spinal uh, nerves and spinal area and 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 that's that's pretty amazing stuff. But we're also seeing. Therapies in the ultrasound space. Uh, Medora is a is a company that's leveraging uh, the the kind of fact that ultrasound can work, can penetrate tissues, and, and and deliver some energy below the surface. They're using that to relieve vaginal atrophy for uh, breast cancer survivors who really struggle with this uh, this issue and kind of they might survive. The chemotherapy, but then then have this really debilitating uh, challenge, and 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 Medora's uh, uh, kind of paving the way with a, with a home use solution that's in clinical testing now. Uh, we also see you know phototherapies. Uh, there's a local company here called Lumathera that we've worked with for years, and is is now on market in Europe and doing clinical testing here. But it the system treats age related macular degeneration just using certain uh, intensities and spectrum of, of light illumination. And this was previously an un- untreatable condition that they are able to manage now and, and very exciting to be part of, of, of something like this that really changes you know, the outlook for, for a patient population. And then of course, uh, uh, surgical tools. I, I continue, as I said, I was a mechanical engineer. Surgical tools, uh, you know, maybe aside from automobiles, when you get in terms of some of the mechanical challenges are, are really uh, an amazing field because how much miniaturization has to go on and then we're adding automation to these systems. So we've come to expect that you can almost reach anywhere within the body, body in a minimally invasive way and that you don't need to be extensive, you know, open uh, invasive surgeries of, of, of yesterday. and. To bring those tools to life, we need to have we need to continue kind of this this uh, increase in sophistication of our manufacturing processes and 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 the combination of all the materials and systems that, that go together. So those are all areas that I think are going to change the way we treat disease mm-hmm. over the next decade. I love it. I love it, Scott. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's super innovative, you know, these therapies, these, these non-pharmaceutical therapies, and um, it's setting um, the way we, we, we do these things in some of the, the companies and technologies you're mentioning. I mean, it's almost like science fiction is among us and, and happening, you know, as we speak, and it's setting up a foundation for the future. Um, and I guess along those lines, Scott, I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, what, what does the future of health look like according to Scott or, you know, what has you excited about the future? And uh, yeah, just love to hear, hear on how you're looking about uh, the future. Well, a good question when it's always hard to 
predict the future, but I think <laughs> we have a foundation forming here where the market forces are, let's say, changing, but in really they're just becoming more into view in the healthcare space as there's a, a tighter coupling between between the needs of the patient and and the the, the the potential solutions for those for those diseases indications that, that they might have and so so the tighter coupling between the this what we're spending on healthcare and and the actual customer sitting at the other end and so as we go to the, through this consumerization of 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 healthcare what what excites me about that is it, it tends to clarify the constraints and the and the opportunities uh going to innovate it's important that you be able to kind of capture all all the all the constraints all, all the boundaries of of, of of what you're going to build if if there's no box to get out of there's really no innovation to be had so so uh, we want to be able to clearly see what the opportunities are and 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 what what, what the boundaries are and potentials are and i think that's going to drive uh, you know a better a set of of innovative tools in 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 the coming in the coming uh, uh, years and and decades as just because just because of these changes in, in the market forces. So I'm also really excited, of course, about you know as we're we're moving the point of care and in uh, you know for a variety variety of reasons we're we're bringing out of just the clinic. And bring it in, into our lives where we live. Uh, so you'll see that with with devices that we can take home to monitor blood pressure or or activity and or you know all kinds of aspects around our lives, weight, heart, you know the, the main vitals. And but monitor those things within our lives, create baselines, and then and then using algorithm algorithms, machine learning, AI can be part of this. Mm-hmm. For aspects where where maybe people need some need some therapy, we can encourage them to uh, uh, live a more healthy life. And 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 so to me, that's an exciting area as as we connect the world and distribute our healthcare out into the world. That that technology enables us to be uh, you know healthier healthier humans. Uh, other ways and. I didn't mean to hit you with this laundry list, but there really are. There's a there's a lot going on, and there's a lot a lot of of excitement. I mean, we're starting to see interest, even you know, even though we're mainly a hardware group at, at PCS, interest about hey, what is the microbiome? You know, we've identified that it's it has huge impacts on health. What could we do with that? And and you're you're seeing researchers look at you know. Couple that with genetic engineering, microbiology, biochemistry, immunotherapies, and and what I'm excited about is is you know maybe someday PCS won't just be limited to to mechanical electrical uh, you know uh, software in, in bi, you know bio um, bioengineering, but we'll also have maybe biochemists or or, or folks who actually uh, design proteins to to influence. Uh, some some part of the product that we're working on. I think I, I think that's that's the, the next stage is is leveraging the gen- genetic engineering and, and the capabilities we have to tune proteins. We're, we're going to see all kinds of diagnostics and, and therapies that will just seem you know basically like miracles now, uh, but but we'll see them come along. And 
as I already mentioned, you know, the excitement about about some of the uh, 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 therapies, you know, these non-pharmaceutical therapies. I think we're going to continue to see more of those in, in our daily lives. And, you know, not just for, you know, cardiac conditions where it's kind of dominate that that area of implants right now, but for pain management, sleep apnea, hypertension, we're seeing things come to come to at least to clinical testing along these lines now. And I think we'll see that continue the, as these things become smaller and lower power and, and, and we'll have a higher precision on how we can directly impact neurological activity and, and be able to affect systems in the body without just dumping a bunch of, of pharmaceuticals in, in, into the person. So I'm, I'm really excited. I mean, you'd be huge design challenges and, and, uh, you know, like there's always this trouble where we want to put things on the, on the person's body, have them wear them around and geez, if they get in trouble, we'll shock them or distribute <laughs> vacation. There's all these, you know, real conceptual, um, uh, things that we'd like to be able to do, but, but there's also the barriers of, of user tolerance and what, what will people actually put up with. So, that's why it continues to excite me that there are these ongoing design challenges and ongoing opportunities that are, are kind of marching uh, in lockstep. And so hopefully we can seize on some of those opportunities in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely, Scott. No, it's, it's super fascinating. And, you know, the, the exciting thing is you're touching upon all these things with your work, with your design work, um, you know, from a technology standpoint, the convergence of of uh, you know the diagnostics and treatments and um, the device side mixed with the immunotherapy side and and you know some of the wet works stuff that's going on um, it's 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 really fascinating and it's great to see and hear most importantly your passion for you know reducing sickness right helping people to heal um, and you know prevent them from from death, you know, for, or prolong their life a little bit more in a more natural way. And so a lot of these different, you know, technologies, these Star Trek type technologies that we used to think and dream about, you know, way back when now are starting to, to be in front of us. And it takes a, a, a thoughtful level of leadership like you, you bring and, 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 you know, what you're, you're providing, your company's providing to be able to think of these things so that it, it converges uh, with, with, uh, you know, the social element, you know, properly. And so it's really super exciting to see what you're, you're doing, Scott, and to hear about it. Um, I guess, uh, you know, I have only one more question for you and, uh, you know, definitely really appreciate um, you coming on the show here to talk about your background, your current passions of, in health, and then what you see the, the future of health shaping up to and some of the innovations that you're a part of. Um, some of our listeners like to reach out directly uh, or through social media, uh, if they like to, you know, if they have a question on anything you're speaking about or just to say hi, what would be a good way to reach out to you via social media directly or directly if you'd like that to happen? Yeah, that'd be great. I, I am fairly active on LinkedIn and yes, you can find me there and, and shoot a note over and I will, will try to respond. Uh, if you want to reach out to me via e email, it's scott at product studio.com and uh, we can we can start a discussion uh that way and i'd be happy to happy to chat awesome awesome well scott this was great and you know as you work on more things and see some of these things 
you know, reach your next level or stage, you know, whether it's towards the end of the year or next year, love to have you back on this show and speak about these things, but it's really super exciting to work your background that you're bringing and, and, uh, you know, just excited to hear about more products as you create them, you know, out in the market. And it's a fascinating time to be in healthcare. So I really appreciate your, your time and, uh, to our listeners, uh, this is the pop health show. This show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. Again, Scott, thank you so much. This was great. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you so much.